You've tuned in to the Cat Show podcast, where we're making the world a better place for cats. Hosted by the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman. Welcome to another episode of the Cat Show. I'm really grateful to have you here. This is such a great story and I am so excited to bring this to you. Before we get started, just sending out a big thank you to Cat Pad Enclosures and Oz Pet Litter for being catastic VIP patrons of the Cat Mama. They are helping to keep food in the cat bowls and the lights on at the cat pad. This show today is going to remind you how there are some fantastic people in the world and Joseph is one of them. One of my favourite songs is Hero by the Foo Fighters. One line in this song is, there goes my hero, he's ordinary. I love that there are ordinary heroes everywhere. I prefer to call them everyday heroes because they definitely are anything but ordinary. Joseph, who is up in Niagara Falls in Canada, recently adopted Scruffy, who was the longest stay in a shelter. The two of them seem to be made for each other and this is Joseph's first cat of his very own. He used to be a dog person. Joseph is a perfect example of an everyday hero in my book. Someone who has given a cat a better life. And that's all I want, the world to be a better place for all cats, even if it's doing it one cat at a time. What I love about this story is that Joseph was turned by a friend's cat to love cats. Up until then, he was a dog person, but he decided to go out of his way to adopt the most needing of all the cats at the shelter. He didn't care what they looked like or the issues that they might have. He just wanted to give someone a good home and all his love. Let's take a listen. Welcome, Joseph. How are you today? I'm very good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, I met you recently or saw a post that you did recently on Facebook, which um, I couldn't help but reach out to you and ask you to tell your story about you adopting Scruffy. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Scruffy and, and who he is? And well, you've only had him like for a couple of weeks, haven't you? Uh, I've only had him since September 1st, or well, the yep. 2nd. Yeah. I learned about him three days prior, two days prior, maybe. It was, um, he, he's a very cuddly cat. He likes to um, check out all the cupboards. He likes to get into everything. <laughs> he, so he's a he curious to bite. Oh, he's a very, that's the first thing I notice about him is his curiosity. He, he came from the streets, so he's a little freaked out, I think, about being inside now. Yeah. So he likes to look out every single window I have. He likes to try to get as high as up as possible as he can. Yeah. But um, as of recently, like the more I spend time with him, the more he follows me around everywhere. I can't even go in the shower without him anymore. <laughs> yeah, he uh, tries to get in with me. He'll sit there and meow at me the whole time. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, the one thing that really, um, I like really tugged on my heartstrings, that was the post that I saw was the fact that you actually went into a shelter looking for the cat that had been there the longest. I mean, it's funny because I didn't think I'd get so much attention here, but I technically didn't even meet Scruffy before I took him. Yeah. It was uh, just on the internet. I was looking through the shelter page. I mean, he 
just the longest cat on there and I chose him. I had a friend that actually went to go see him. I drove her to the shelter. She went in and sent me a picture of a blurry face of his. And I said, yeah, I still want him. She told me he bites. She told me he's going to be expensive because of the gingivitis and he has a hurt nose because of the street cat fight. Yep. None of that really mattered to me. It's just, I just wanted him anyway. So that's basically how I met Scruffy. Uh, the first day was when he actually came into the car. And the first car ride, he, he just sat inside his cage or the carrier. But he didn't really make too much noise. And that's basically when I just brought him home for the first time. And he just instantly just checked everything out and was comfortable almost instantly. Well, that's awesome. It's almost like um, it was meant to be by the sounds of it. It probably was because I'll admit that um, I also tried Fort Kijiji. Uh, it's a, it's a, like an online, I don't know if you have it out there. But uh, basically I went on there looking for a cat because even on there, there's people that don't take care of cats and yeah. they just kind of say, I need to get rid of the cat today. Yeah. So there was, there was, I think it was a three or four year old, sorry, three or four year old cat. I'm not sure what it was. I just kind of messaged the girl and I said, okay, here you see you're getting rid of him. And the day I was supposed to take him, she canceled on me. Yeah. So that's basically where Scruffy came in. And I was like, I want him then. Yeah. So it wasn't really a thing like at the shelter only, but I just wanted a cat that was older, Indeed. not really yeah. wanted anymore in the need. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Um, now, you didn't used to be a cat person, did you? Never. I was a dog person. <laughs> <laughs> so you've obviously met somebody's cat that um, has convinced you otherwise. Yes, I, I lived with someone that had two cats and I just after about a week, I was already getting headbutts. He was already coming up to me <laughs> to, uh, to, to just get attention from me. And it's like I had a, a chihuahua and all she would do is bark. Yeah. And I don't know, I just really quickly, it just, he just, came into my heart and then he had a brother sadly he passed away though no um but then they got they, they got a new cat his name is max and i actually got to spend his whole first day that they got him like i got to babysit him he was only like six like just just after like, you're allowed to legally hand them out yeah and that, that's when i really really i think fell in love with just he was just so much fun just playing in the pillow and i just i think i spent half the day just with them and I didn't even notice how, how fast time was going <laughs> so that was that so then Scruffy I just had it I said I'm gonna move out and then that was my first day this is my first apartment on my own ever wow so was the first thing I want first thing I did was got a cat for myself and it was Scruffy fantastic and it, it sounds like you've actually given Scruffy a fantastic home how's things changed like having your own cat like obviously um you were bonded with somebody else's cat but this is different being that he's your first one you've actually done a fantastic thing i like to call people like you ordinary heroes because you're really you know taking an animal that nobody else is caring for and providing them with a really great home and um, being prepared to put up with their weirdness i suppose their, their problems, their issues and things of that nature. And not everybody has a big enough heart to do that. So first of all, thank you so much for looking after a cat like that. That's awesome. But how have you found like now having your own own guy there? Well, it's, it's pretty different. I'll say that. It's a lot of work. 
not too much more than I thought it would be. But um, I guess more pertaining to him being from the shelter, he it, it's hard because he likes to drink and eat all, all in one go. So I have to already figure out, I have to get something new for him for the water. He doesn't like stagnant water. I don't know what that's about. He's he's very, like if, you, if I throw toys with him, if I'm throwing toys, I'm already playing with him, he'll still be freaked out if he didn't see it. Yeah. Very, very scared of his surroundings. There's a lot of loud noises, sometimes like fire engines that'll go by. He'll get really freaked out, but he hasn't uh, actually tried to run away from me yet. I That's did cool. let him outside. The, I have a back door, and I walked out with him, and I held on to him, and he didn't want to run away. I'm trying to get a harness on him so I can yeah. start at least bringing him outside. He's, I know yeah. like people are different on cats are indoor, outdoor, but with him, he was an outdoor cat. He was a street cat. Yeah, he got into fights. He has a hurt nose, so it's like I can't leave him inside all day. So it's just it's a huge change. It's like having a another child in the house, but better because I don't know. He just I love. He likes to cuddle me at night. He likes to hold my hand. No. He likes to eat with me. He likes to eat everything with me, and it's just it's the best. Excellent. So he's obviously added a lot to your life as well, then. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, he he's. Sorry, he's just distracting me. He's moving around. He's, of course he is. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's giving me a lot to do during the day. It's it's nice to be able to uh, clean the house all day and make it for him kind yeah. of thing, right? Like, he 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 really appreciates everything I've done. Like, just by putting something by the window so he could sit on it or my pillows at the bed there so he can sit there. He, he appreciates everything I do for him, and he, he makes it known. Oh, that's cool. Do you talk to him? Yeah. I talk Every to him all, all the time. <laughs> he yells at me. Does he? he, he oh, yeah. If he wants something, he'll he'll yell at me. If he wants my attention, he'll bite my ankles until I lay down on the floor with him, and then he'll lay down on his back and he licks his tummy rubs. Oh no! Is he with his biting problem? Does he bite hard, or is, are you able to start to um, train him out of that a little bit? I mean, personally, I believe it. He is not breaking skin. He's yep. he he can he will right it happens, but I'm able to stick my face right into his face when he's doing it, and he'll look at me and he'll just nibble on my nose and then go oh. back to what he's doing. I th <sighs> I think it's a dominance thing. I think it's just overstimulation, and it's also yep. he's got like a really sore jaw. Yeah. So it's I I can't be mad at him. I've been researching as much as I can. You know, give him treats or just distract him. Yeah. But I, I will admit I let him chew on my arm for a minute or two just so he trusts me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're letting him dominate you a little bit. A little bit. He he kicks me with his, claw, his back legs but with no claws. Yeah. He, he he knows when it hurts me. I'll tell him, ouch, and he'll instantly stop. Like, it's it's insane. I've never had wow. a cat listen to me like this before. Yeah, he's a very, very loving cat. That's so cool. That's absolutely cool. Now, he's a just a um tabby isn't he i think so i i yeah. don't really know to be honest uh i i that's what i've been told yeah I, I don't know cats very well it doesn't i probably should know but I'm still <laughs> no, new to this right it's been a week and a half i'm still trying to figure out everything <laughs> to get them safe in here and then i'll figure all that stuff out I think the best thing about cats is that they are kind of a bit of a puzzle and even if you don't know anything about them you're actually definitely doing it the right way by just trying to work out what his needs are 
and a lot of people try to treat cats like dogs so they try to train them and they try to tell them no and get off there and things like that but cats don't actually listen very well to uh, humans and they're kind of a little bit of a, a puzzle and we need to work out what's going to be best for them and and things of that nature so that they will do what we want if there's something in it for them they'll usually do what we want yeah exactly all i gotta do is uh he knows where the treat for all the food is now so when he basically yeah. he wants something he'll he'll walk over to there he'll lay down in front of it and that's that's at least i know he knows to uh, tell me when he's hungry that's what i'm happy for yeah that's the only puzzle piece that's really that i got down pat now and i'm happy and it's great if he's eating really well and he's only been there for a short period of time, then he's obviously quite happy with where he is. He's, I'm still trying to figure out like how to do it properly, a good schedule for him. Cause like I said, he does overeat, I'm pretty sure. And like his litter box, I don't know how often you change, but it's like full probably every night I'm changing yeah. it. And it's not just able to cover it up. It's a lot. So I'm not sure if he's, just drinking way too much at once, eating too much, but I yeah. I'm following all the guidelines. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm just going to figure it out eventually. Yeah, cats are kind of interesting. We, um, I always do all of our litter trays first thing in the morning because they tend to use them a lot overnight. So, um, but yeah, they do get pretty full. So, uh, <laughs> and the thing is too, he may not have, like when he was in the wild, um, we had one cat that we uh, rescued, she was six months old and she only had half her fur when she, we got her, she had um, a thing called ear mites, which had basically stripped her of her fur and she was skin and bones. So when we first got her, she would binge eat, which meant that we actually had to take her away from our other animals when we were feeding her, otherwise she would just eat everything and then vomit. So. Um, we had to sort of spend a bit of time trying to work her out and she also had a really sensitive stomach because of um, Where she had been taken from they were basically living on rodents and insects and things so it had upset her stomach. so we had to um, feed her on really uh, heavy-duty sensitive food for quite some time so it can take them a little bit of time uh, and she used to overdrink water as well because and I think that's because there just wasn't water there so she was almost taking on as much as she could while she could um, until it, she sort of realized that it was okay and she didn't have to do that anymore so it can take them a little bit of time to realize that you know there's always going to be food there and water there and and things like that so so yeah it's great that you're just taking your time with him and and letting him you know get used to the place and and just watching to see you know what he's doing and how he's going it's great it is. I'm sure he appreciates. Oh, he does. So, do you think that um, you would recommend to other people getting a um, rescue cat or a shelter cat? I would 100% recommend it, especially if uh, you're just looking for to, to connect with anything. They they just have the special bond that they give you right away. It's it's something I've never experienced. Like I said um to to have him hold my hand on the very first night it just shows how much he really respects me for what i did i mean i don't think i did such a great thing in that aspect but i'm happy i did i just <laughs> i just wanted to give him a good and loving home i thought he deserved it i felt like if, if i didn't do it maybe nobody else would grab him yeah and it's it's just there's there's nothing else to it it's they're, they're in need of a home 
you know, it's, they're not a kitten anymore. It, yeah. So they're already, they're even, in the, they're already trained in a sense too. They're a lot easier. Like I've had a very easy time with him. Yeah. He, he's, he's just, it's like, he's not even here besides when he distracts me right here yeah. behind me. That's about it. Yeah. It is, it's kind of interesting because a lot of people when they go to shelters want to get a kitten and um, kittens do create havoc. It's pretty simple as that. <laughs> they're, oh, yeah. they, um, they're pretty crazy for the first couple of years. Um, and I think with uh, shelter cats in particular, it's a really, like we've got five domestic cats. So we've um, definitely done our share of, of making sure that we've given some cats some good homes. But um, I think one of the best things, first of all, is that you're actually taking an animal that's not wanted and you're giving it a, a good home. You've obviously taken on a, an adult, so you already know some of the problems that he has, like he's got gingivitis and you know he's a biter and things like that. So as long as you're prepared to um, look after those issues, well, you, they, you know that they come with those issues. So you can be prepared to actually look after those issues. Obviously, if you had like a, a house full of kids and a cat that was a bit scared, it's probably not the best environment for a rescue cat. But in your situation where you're just sitting back and just really loving him and giving him uh, the time he needs, is perfect, absolutely perfect. And uh, one thing I forgot to mention as well was that um, if you get it from a shelter, the chances are the longer he's been there, the happier the people at the shelter will be. I actually got probably about $80 worth of gift cards for like a pet store for him. Fantastic. Uh, they help, they're helping, like not helping, but they, they have a program for around here for pet insurance and I get yeah. a free month through them. I mean, Fantastic. My, my, my vet bills, like you said, I already know what his problems are. So it's worth it for me to go out and pay the cell phone bill, but he's going to be getting his teeth fixed and everything's yeah. going to be fixed and then he's going to be even more happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's really nothing else to it for me. And that's the thing, I mean, the people that work at shelters, they're really good people and for the, they would be so excited to see one of their residents that's been there for a while or find a really good home. Exactly, because they still bond with the animals too, right? And they still want them to go somewhere and it's, it's hard for them too. I don't think anybody yep. realises that it's yeah. very hard for them to see a cat not be adopted out. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. It would be really tough because you could probably point lots of people in their direction, but they might still want the cute fluffy little kitten over the, you know, three, four-year-old um, cat that might have a few problems. Exactly. And then it turns out like him where he's the most loving thing ever. So you, you never know. You really never know. There's, there's no reason not to go to a shelter, especially if it's going to be your first cat, especially if you want to yeah. learn if you even like cats. It's, yeah. it's probably your best bet to do. And I don't know about the um, uh, shelters in Canada, and I should have mentioned earlier, you're in Canada, so we're uh, talking across the globe today, pretty much the other yep. side of the world. But I know in Australia, if you um, adopt one of the cats from uh, RSPCA or places like that, they actually do, um, if it, for any reason that doesn't work out, they do actually try to place the right cat with you. So. Um, sometimes you might find that the, you like a cat and it comes home and it doesn't get along with another cat or you might have a dog and it freaks out over the dog or whatever. They're actually really good at, at um, placing the right cat with the right family as well. So 
it's always good to talk with your shelter as to what your situation is and what cat might actually suit the environment that it's going to be going into. Yeah, exactly. They're, they know what they're doing, especially too, right? So yeah. I, I personally didn't have a reason not to just grab him. I yeah. didn't, like I said, I didn't need to see him. I have no nothing here but him. So yeah, I got lucky, but that, I think everyone would get really lucky with any cat they find at a shelter. Yeah, I, I do believe sometimes that you get the cat you meant to. It's kind of like, and it sounds to me like you and Scruffy are a perfect match. I think so. I, I, I got unlucky before too. There was another cat and he ended up getting FIV. So oh. I wasn't allowed to take him. I was going to wait for him, but then I saw Scruffy and then I was like, that's probably what it's meant to be. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. There is actually a treatment for FIV only just been developed just recently I've got a podcast on that as well but that's a it's a horrible disease but obviously you were meant to be Scruffy's uh, family oh yeah I'm so and it, it is much easier when you're in on a in a place on your own um, to give them that additional uh, love and support that they're going to need for that first bit of time while they're settling in oh yeah it's great. Sorry. That's okay, go on. I was just going to say, it was just very easy to get him integrated into here too. Um, you just, I just had to open up everything for him and let him do whatever he wanted. That's basically the secret of it too, is to just, you, you let them be at home. Yeah. Stay out of their way for a bit until they come to you and just make sure you feed them, make sure you love them. And that's about it. That's actually um, a really important point is giving them the space to come to you rather than um, trying to force yourself on them. <laughs> That's one of the yeah. biggest mistakes that a lot of people make, particularly with rescues, is that they try to force them too fast to like them. And cats are cats. They'll like you when they want to like you and when they're ready to like you. And you actually just have to give them the space to allow them to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like I just recently learned about overstimulation. I didn't know that they actually had pain or a sense of pain when you when you touch them too much. So yeah, it's it's just all about understanding what you're doing. It's it's not too much work, I guess. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, overstimulation is actually another really interesting topic because um, a lot of people don't understand why you'll be patting a cat and then all of a sudden it'll bite. And it is that overstimulation. It's, you know, you've got to, they, they, you really do need to be able to read the signs as to, to when they're ready for certain things. So it sounds like you are going to make the perfect cat daddy. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I've had a lot, of, a lot of good people telling me how to do it. So I'm, I'm very thankful for them as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Joseph. I really appreciated uh, you telling us all about Scruffy and let's hope that this encourages some more adoptions around the world. I hope so. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Scruffy was adopted from the LCHS in St. Catharines or the Lincoln County Humane Society Animal Clinic. So a big hello and thanks to all of your hard work going out to them as well. I think you'll agree that Scruffy and Joseph are definitely made for each other. Thank you so much, Joseph, for sharing your story. 
Feel free to email me at meow at melissanewman.com.au if you have any questions or comments about the show and help me keep cat food on the table and the lights on at the cat pad by joining our community over at patreon.com forward slash catmama. The next show is all about a product called INV, which is made in the US and it's particularly to help those cats that have problems around their eyes. The white cats seem to cop it the worst where they get the tear stains and that sort of thing. And of course, it's also made for those white puppy dogs that get the same problem. So we'll be talking to Chris about that next show. Thanks so much for tuning in. 